welcome to the Becoming Witchy podcast. I'm your host, Kelly of Bramble and Brimstone. Join me as we discuss practical witchcraft, share witchy tips, aha moments, tools, and resources that have helped us on our way, and as we discuss how magic shows up in our everyday. This podcast is here to encourage and support you on your own witchy way. Welcome to episode 16 of the Becoming Witchy podcast. I am so excited to be talking with you today. Today we have a special guest back on and we are going to be talking about all of the magic that surrounds the legend of Zelda. Even if you aren't a fan of the series, there is a plethora of magic that exists within it in many different forms and I hope that this episode inspires you to seek it out and explore at least one of those forms if not all of them. Just a reminder that I'll be taking a short break after this episode, but that I'll be back here with you all around the summer solstice. There is so much to cover in this episode, so let's get started. So introducing Josh, the other half of Bramble and Brimstone, and also my other half. He is a woodworker, an artist, a garden expert, a very dry, humored, wonderful human being, and he is here today as a fellow lifelong Zelda fan. Oh, hello everyone. Great to be here. Again. <laughs> Again. So let's go into the seasonal section. Let's do it. It is May, mid-May now, and things are looking like summer. The garden has burst to life. We just celebrated Beltane. And actually, Beltane, the day was pretty chilly and... It was freezing. Yeah, it was not a great first day of summer. But by the weekend, it had warmed up and we had our bonfire ritual that night, which was nice. And on actual Beltane, we still had a nice, like, meal. Yeah, nice nice inside celebration. Still got out there and gathered the May. You did. You got it bright and early. Yeah. But that was nice. Gathering the May was a nice little like bowl. It of was, and you nature. used it too. Yeah. So that we can both stay youthful. And that youthful forever. <laughs> yeah. That magic youthful water. Yeah. So the cauldron update. We have planted roses in the cauldron. A wild rose, which is a white flower with yellow and pink tints to it. Which yes. is going to be really nice. Hopefully. It will be. It's going to be great. It's going to be It's going to stay alive. It's going to stay be alive. Beautiful. And it's going to be beautiful. And we'll have rose hips. <laughs> <laughs> and what else have you been planting? Um, planting out a bunch of herbs and yeah. stuff. And yeah. And most of the perennials are starting to bloom. So yes, the salvias and snapdragons and the primrose. Oh, so, the primrose, yes. Yeah. The first blossoms today. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And spooky dianthus. Oh, spooky mm, dianthus. Spooky dianthus. Yeah, describe spooky, spooky dianthus. dianthus. That's not it's, the official name. That's just what we call it. Right? It is the official Oh, it is name. called the spooky? It was on the seed package. That's official, why I bought it. Oh my gosh. So. Officially called the spooky dianthus. <laughs> I thought that was just you being cute. Uh, I wish. Uh, no, it's so it's a very delicately leafed flower that like the ends of the flower are like tendrils almost. It's kind of tattered looking. 
um, it's white and the inside is this kind of like red splattered crimson. kind of crimson yeah. color yeah um, and it just looks very eerie and yeah uh, like frail almost but yeah it's so pretty but it's beautiful yeah and it really stands out when you it's a low grower yeah so yeah when you catch it it's very stunning mm-hmm mm. yeah i can't wait for those to grow in more more yeah That's they're, they're definitely coming up there's definitely going to be a lot yeah excited for those yeah and I think that's, right. those are the highlights, I think. Yeah, I think that's all for the seasonal section. All right, main topic time. We are talking about The Legend of Zelda. This is exciting. This is... It's our oh, favorite topic. This is, we've been training for this our whole lives. Yeah, we have many a nights where we just discuss Zelda <laughs> for fun it's all fun it's always fun this is fun this will be fun so that we're having this episode in honor of the new Legend of Zelda video game release called Tears of the Kingdom which is coming out on Friday if you're listening to this it this will be released hopefully the day before and it's a long-awaited game it's been, so long. Yeah, delayed for a, a number of reasons. The pandemic being only one of those reasons. And, but we're really excited because every Legend of Zelda game is amazing. Yeah, they're all great and so just engrossing. Yeah, and immersive. And so we're talking, why are we talking about it on this podcast, the Becoming Witchy podcast? It's because it is an incredible, magical world that Nintendo has built with this series, with this franchise. The Legend of Zelda started in 1986, and they've really built up this magical world, the dimensions of it, the lore, the mythology, all of the magic in it. Yeah, and the fan base is huge and growing devoted and devoted yeah. so devoted because, heavily devoted yeah many of us played this as children and it influenced us it influenced yeah. how we no, see magic in the world yeah i mean it was i think my first real experience with magic um playing the game like as a fantasy genre so yes. yeah it was really my first kind of introduction to a magical environment i guess i yeah. don't know yeah and how how has it impacted you the game what are your what what do you want to say about why why you're here talking about it what is magical about well, it for you everything's magical about it but <laughs> it's i mean it started from like the just even before you played the game the original legend of zelda because i'm that old and i played the first one roughly when it came out um was that game the actual physical game cartridge was like this shiny metallic gold color. It was beautiful. It, it's its own magical item to begin with. Yeah. It was special. It was different than any other Nintendo game. Yeah, it was set time. apart from all of the other games. It was special. Yeah, it yeah. was just special from the get go, even before you 
you know, loaded it up and started playing the game. It was a special uh, just object on its own. So I also started playing Zelda when I was young and it really gave me this magical world to get lost into and it informed my what I thought magic was and could be and my creativity and my imagination for the rest of my life. It laid out a solid foundation of magical worlds. Well, that's a pretty solid recommendation right there. Yeah. <laughs> so in addition to it being part of both of our childhoods and growing up, it also featured in our wedding ceremony. That it did. Yeah. So it, we both wrote our own vows and I put a little reference to it at the end of my vows. And I forgot to in mine. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> but you chose the Zelda music to play. That's true. That triggered the ceremony in our wedding. That's correct. I did. And, and then. Then out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a legendary uh, saying or iconic phrase in The Legend of Zelda, which is, it's dangerous to go alone. Take, Take this. this. And an old man hands you a sword for you to start your epic journey with. And Josh's best man, not knowing that we had chosen this song for our ceremony or knowing that I had written it into my vows, he made this little wooden dagger for Josh with a engraved like brass plate on it. And it says, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this woman to be your wife. And it says our names and the date that we were married. Yeah, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute and it's and so, so charming. It, yeah. And so it really does just show you that Zelda influenced a lot of people. It's, it's in your head. A generation. It's in your it's head. It's always there. Yeah. 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 And everyone at the wedding, I mean, we know a lot of nerds, more nerds, <laughs> but like my cousins said, oh, you referenced Zelda in your vows. So yeah, yeah. Zelda's always been a big part of our lives and will continue to be. <laughs> I know. We could have gone bigger with the wedding probably. We could have made it all Zelda themed, all Zelda -themed. I guess. I know. Uh, redo. We do over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, now let's talk about the, um, talk a little bit about the lore and the mm -hmm. story and the mythology of it and why it's magical. So the Hyrule was created by three goddesses. The golden goddesses. The golden goddesses. Yes, as legend tells. <laughs> so it was, well, all of the goddesses are associated with an element and a color. Mm -hmm. They have these magical attributes. So Nehru was wisdom, water, and the color blue. Din was power, fire, and the color red. And Faror? Yes, Faror. Faror. Courage, wind, and green. Yeah, and they're not really ever part of the game, but they're referenced throughout. They're referenced. Their legacy is felt. Yeah. Um, and they're sort of disembodied. You see them as like, you see them in Ocarina of Time as these light 
forces, yeah. really. Just like a, a light of the color that they're associated mm -hmm. with. And so you have these three elements there, and but there's a, a fourth goddess, Hylia, who is not part of the triple goddess, but... She's her own goddess. She's her own goddess. Independent goddess, and, I guess. Yeah, I theorize that she is the goddess of Earth because she stays on the Earth with the humans. She's the only goddess that stays on the Earth. I can't disprove you. Yeah. That sounds right. And it's a missing element. It is the missing element. It completes the whole thing. Yes. So... But the triangle is... Yes. The most magical object. It or the is. most magical the real, symbol. The real key to the whole game. The most magical shape. Is the Triforce, which the goddesses created and left behind when they left Hyrule. And the Triforce is just this like all-powerful element of three triangles, each one representing either courage, uh, power, or wisdom. Mm -hmm. And then when they're united, they grant someone a wish. Yeah. Super special. But and the Triforce, the Triforce is like the three triangles all joined combined, together. To magically like combined, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it, look structurally sound, in my it opinion. It does look structurally sound. <laughs> and it's, you'll, you've seen it before, listeners, I'm sure. It's, it's a, it's a very prominent symbol. Yeah, it's yeah. a very prominent symbol. And I'm, it's, lots of people have it tattooed on them. The Triforce. Or bumper stickers. Or bumper stickers. Or this clothing. Yeah. I'm wearing a shirt right now. You're wearing a Zelda with it shirt right there. now. So. Yeah. Yep. That's how you know I'm a fan. Because yeah. I got the shirt on. <laughs> the Triforce on. Um, and the legend, the mythology of Zelda is really this battle of good versus evil throughout time. Mm -hmm. And you have the hero of time, who is sort of the main character, Link. And you have Zelda, Princess Zelda, who is uh, the reincarnated Hylia goddess. Mm -hmm. And you have the villain, who is the reincarnated Demon, Demon King. King Ganon. Yeah. And each one of those players has been associated with one of the virtues from the Triforce and the goddesses. So right. Link so, is courage, Zelda is wisdom, and Ganon is power. power. And that basically sums up all of the million games, the games in yeah. one. It's just those three right. and the theme forces is about, fighting. The themes basically. of the game are like having being able to balance these three different forces and this cycle of death and rebirth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a never, a never ending struggle between the balance of forces. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it never gets old, the story, it really. Old. It so, never gets old. yeah, it's the classic <laughs> hero's journey. So, let's talk about the music. Why would we talk about the music, Kelly? The music is incredible and it's very magical. Well, like we've talked I about, agree. <laughs> like we've talked about on the podcast <laughs> before, music can really trigger this memory. It can trigger a magical space for you. It can trigger a meditation. 
music has this really all-encompassing power to transport you to a time or a place or a feeling. Yeah, it alters your mood. It alters your mood, on yeah. what you're listening to. And so the music yeah. in this game is really used in that way. They really latch on to how music has this power. And you use music in the games, in most of the games at least, to as a tool to as a tool of magic. Yeah. You can I mean, music is I think I'll state it right now, it's the most powerful magical force in the Zelda universe, probably, is yeah. music. Yeah. Link gets yeah. several different instruments to play to use this music. So he has an ocarina. That's the, the famous one. That's, That's the, the big one. one. Yeah, the one of the very popular game yeah. title, Ocarina of Time. He also has a heart and the Wind Waker. The Wind Waker, which is it's, a cool baton. Like It's basically a magic wand that plays yeah. songs yeah, with it, the wind. Yeah, it directs the yeah. wind to place music. Which is kind of cooler than like yeah. a regular magic wand, right? right? And you yeah. learn a specific song, and that song, that melody can has different magical powers so you can travel through time you can summon a storm you can get rid of a storm you can change it from day to night you can open up a temple unlock a door make you go faster is that one of the songs and one of them i think oh, it speeds yeah. you up yeah it speeds you up yeah. yeah that'd be handy sometimes yeah, yeah. or is it the mask that he speeds you up there's a lot of games it's hard to keep track to keep with all, track the games, of all the games but yeah i'm i think maybe there was a song yeah i don't know or it speeds up time oh that's yes, what it does yes oh, that's right it took a double time yeah mm. so the music of zelda is also beautiful the game really focuses on it i use the music it's in my playlists for a number of different things for meditation for rituals it's and you can go to spotify and find a million different genres of these songs yeah it's it's all there from yeah like you know, hard symphonic metal, rock, yeah, yeah hard symphonic metal. instrumental i found guess what i found today when i was what? trying to find a bluegrass version like i told you i was yeah. going to try to find and i couldn't find one okay. on Spotify, but I did find a mariachi band that does Zelda songs, nice. and it's amazing. Yeah, I bet it is. It's it seems right too. You're just like, oh, this <laughs> this fits because the songs are yeah. just universally beautiful, yeah, and they were from nice. these simpler video games. Mm -hmm. But they've so they can be adapted with yeah. the games, and they've been added on to, and they're really grand magical things now there's like the lo-fi versions the lo-fis the are where it's at yeah those yeah, are so nice we, we have a record for that uh yeah those yeah. and there's just so many songs to choose from it's not like you know most games or shows have like maybe one song that you associate with them uh, but this has a, it's everything in zelda so is a uh, so many is just like an amazing song. They go all out, yeah. So your favorite song, what's your favorite song? My favorite song is, well, I mean, other than the main title, the main title doesn't count, right? Yeah, the because main song. Because it's either the greatest song of all time or 
the best song of all time, <laughs> one or the okay. other. All right, so there's uh, that one. But other than the main theme. And the fairy song. Well, I know. Or I feel you like you have that? to choose between okay. the fairy song. All right. Okay. Oh, shoot. Uh-oh. Right. Right. Did I just throw you for a loop now? A little bit. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I love Gerudo Valley is my... Gerudo Valley. My favorite. More of a tough beat like, one. Yeah. It's very, yeah, upbeat. It's like a, it's kind of like a flamenco beat to it yeah. or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's really, really do some quick steps to that one. But yeah. I love that one. And you can see yourself like, you know, riding a horse, like on an epic journey to that song. Yeah. I don't know. That one is my probably go-to. Mm-hmm. Also, the Song of Storms is pretty solid. Yes. And that's... Well, you have to choose. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can I'm, pick, I'm all you can about pick two. picking You can have two favorites. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine is the Kokiri Forest song, or the Lost Woods, sort of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll say the fairy song. But also is the fairy song. And Zelda's amazing. lullaby. Yeah. Also Fair. the Bolero of Fire. Uh oh. Now we're spiraling. <laughs> spiraling. Just keep naming a song. The song and Storms. One of us will yeah. say it's our favorite song. Right. Oh, that is my Because favorite. they're all oh, so good. They're all so good. And they're, they're all. So I don't know. But look them up and use them. They're yeah. magical. We'll, we'll definitely put some, some titles or album recommendations in the show notes. Yeah. To guide you on your Zelda musical journey because even they're if you good. don't play the games, the yeah. music is something incredible. will speak to you. Yeah. And the main the main title is just incredible. such a classic and epic game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fairy song and the lullaby are very good relaxing songs too. Yeah. Those are great for a rela- relaxation playlist. For sure. Let's move on to alchemy and potions. Let's uh, do it. There's a lot of alchemy and potions in the game. It's probably in every game, I would assume. It is in every game. Potions are pretty crucial. Yeah, you might not make your own potions in all of the games, especially the super early games, but there was a witch who would sell you potions or a potion shop Mm -hmm. keeper who would sell you potions. Usually a witch, though. Well, yeah, the witch... Those were the quality potions from the yeah. witches. Expensive, you know. though. Well... Steep prices. Yeah, they cornered the market. They did. So. They knew how to make them. But now, in the games, you collect your own ingredients. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's more the... I mean, in Breath of the Wild, is you're doing it all yourself. Yes. Um, well, I guess you can shop still. You can still shop, but... you. Brew your own stuff, and it's so fun. It's so fun, it's, and there's so many things. There's, yeah, I mean, we have an entire book that lists all the recipes in it, and we haven't done most of We haven't of done that. most of them, because there's just endless <laughs> there's combinations. so many combinations. You can collect all different types of flowers and mushrooms and fruit and vegetables. Insects. Insects, so many yeah. insects. And you then, can just have an insect collection in some of the games. Yeah. So it was you, yeah, so you mentioned that to me earlier and I'd forgotten about it and it was one of the fun parts, like clicking on those bugs. I was yeah. like, oh it's so cute. But I think it was another game too. I think there was a second I think maybe Majora's oh. Mask game oh, where you where also, you also collect, collect bugs. bugs. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it you can imagine 
how hard it is to find a bug in a video game. They're it's they're hard. pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> and they're rare. And but sometimes you, you have to get a net. net. Yes, oh. sometimes you have to get a net. But you get these bottles also, these glass bottles, which mm -hmm. are another big part of some of the games where you collect all of your things yeah. now. They're the main the and there's the glass bottles, bottles. maybe the real hero of the games. Because you can collect anything in them. You can collect a fairy in them who will help revive you if you die. I know. I always feel so yeah. bad about trapping the fairies inside the glass bottle, though. Yeah, but no, because they want to help you. And they can escape if they want, but they want to help you. And then their essence just gets reabsorbed into the great fairy. Okay. All right. Sounds nice. Yeah. Are there air holes just, in the bottles? They, they like dance around you. When they, they do. They do a little little swirl dance. Yeah. And then they yeah. sort of like dissipate up zoop, into zoop, the zoop, atmosphere. Zoop, zoop, zoop. And then yeah. disappear. Yeah. 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 Finding the fairies is always fun too when you like. It is. Cut down a bush and then a fairy pops out of it. And you got to get your yeah. bottle out right away and get it before and it flies it. away. Otherwise it'll fly away. It's, it's high stakes. It is. But yeah. That. That aspect is so fun. And yeah, the foraging is, it's been there a little bit throughout the games, yeah. but Breath of the Wild really ramped it up as we talked about. But it's also carried yeah. over into our like real life real too. Life. When yeah. we are out now, we... Because you've gotten yeah. more into collecting or allowing me to carry additional bottles <laughs> to collect things in. I do remind you to bring a bottle now when we go out. You do remind me to bring a bottle out, every time so. we go out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And, and then, there's like the silent princesses, yeah, which are a white flower in the game that are rare and beautiful. They're around sacred sites usually. Yeah. And when we go out and we see a white flower like that. It, it becomes silent princess. Yeah. It's renamed so the, the silent, silent princess. princess. Yeah. So... It's fun. Worlds blurring together. I reality, make-believe. Video uh -oh. games getting you out in nature. Like our yeah. parents never believed That's they right, would. mom and dad. <laughs> the video game made me go outside and do things. <laughs> let's move on to magical items. Ooh, let's do it. We'll start with the big one, the, the ultimate. The master, master sword. Yeah. The Master Sword is just the key item in most of the games, and it is a sword, and it's not a sword. You know, it's yeah. it's a it's a magical tool. It's a key. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, and it's a it has a spirit within yes. it. It has like sort of yeah. a will. So it's, it's a own. yeah a, a somewhat sentient sword. Yeah, that is you know, existed since more or less the beginning of creation. So. Right. Sort of uh, created by Hylia yeah. to help protect the Triforce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it's has the soul and in it. And as the hero, yeah. if, when people see you with the sword, they identify you as the hero. If you are walking around and you don't have the sword, people don't identify you as the hero. Yeah, well... I mean, a sword will tell you a lot about a person, know. you know? But it has to be this specific sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, the Master Sword just does it all. Yeah. Really. It's a talisman. It is really a talisman. As much as and it, it like collects energy. Yeah. But its ultimate goal, I guess, is it, it seals the darkness. It, seals it is the like darkness. a. Yeah. Embodies the, the purity, I guess, of everything to seal away yeah. the evils. Yeah. 
um, yeah. I could go on for I days know. about how cool the Master Sword is, but, we'll but I guess on. we won't. Masks. Masks feature heavily in the game. Majora's Mask is one of the most Well, there's popular. a mask in the title of that game. I know. Whoa. How but Majora's that? Mask is one of the most iconic uh, like symbols of it the masks is. within the game. You've also probably seen a Majora's Mask image. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, maybe next to a Triforce bumper sticker. Yeah, or Majora's Mask not. is very, it has all these symbols in it and colors and it's yeah. very intricate and beautiful and yeah. it's sort of spooky. Ornate. Very, um, yeah, it's very interesting to look at. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like a really intense, it's almost shaped like a heart kind of yeah. shape, but then like spikes around it and lots of colors. It's right. A cool mask, but that game is interesting because it revolves around masks, buy, buying masks, buying and masks. using different masks to give you different magical, magical abilities. abilities. Yeah, um, some of them are helpful, and some of them are just plain weird. Yeah, but there's the one mask that makes the chickens follow you, and you do a little dance with them. Yeah, because really why not? Why, why not? Yeah, there's like a. The games are really, they're yeah. not super serious all the yeah, time. Yeah, they're, they're always, there's a, it's a mix of like yeah. serious and Funny, lighthearted. lighthearted, yeah. just cute and wonderful things. Yeah, I mean, we could probably, there's probably a do a whole masks. episode about all the masks. But Yeah, what's your lot. favorite mask? Oh, my favorite mask is, I don't know. I like that weird little like dog or like fox one. That, oh yeah, that looks like Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, it does look like. Well, that's maybe why I like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what it does though. I think it maybe just like doesn't scare away animals or something. Yeah, it, it's in the game. It's like a popular, uh, like toy or something, mm. and you oh, wear yeah, you... it to like impress a kid. Oh yeah, which is your favorite mask? Um, I think the the mask that makes you like get followed by the chickens oh. and do a dance. Okay, well, what's that, that one called? The Brennan sense. mask. Maybe. Bremen? Bremen. Mm -hmm. Bremen mask. Something like that. It looks like yeah. an eagle. There's also a cow yeah, mask, yeah. which I think, I don't even know what that did. It, it, just... it makes the cows give you milk. Oh. Yeah. It lets the ca the cows let you milk them and then you can drink milk and get more hearts. Oh. Classic. Yeah. Of course. You need those strong bones. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So the Triforce we already talked about. Uh-huh. It's still very magical. Still very magical. Very powerful. Most magical um, object. There are... There's the magical eye. Yes. Which the magical eye, which is... There are many magical eyes throughout different cultures and societies. Most have some type of magical eye that protects you from evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a ward against evil yeah. spirits. Um, and... This game's no different. It yeah. has, it's one of the most prominent symbols in the game, I think. Yeah, it's is like a single magic eye, eye with three triangles above it, almost like eyelashes. And then a, it looks almost like a teardrop below it, but it's also a handle that's used in a magical artifact, the Lens of Truth, which lets mm -hmm. you see hidden things and, and ghosts and ghosts yeah. and sort of things from another realm. That would be pretty cool to have yeah or terrifying i guess and we have a magical eye that we've designed we have designed our own version we of magical eye for yeah for your ceramics and um yeah 
And those feel good. Those always feel like they are also guarding the space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Magic eyes. Yeah. I don't know. It's a nice, and it's. I think it's there. It's there throughout the game. Just in the background, sometimes it's like more prominent. But yeah, it's just it's always kind of watching you, and like an eye does. Of, there are a lot of like sigil things in the game. Yeah, there's that plenty of sort of scattered around yeah. in all the dungeons. They all have their own little sigil and talismans and, and talismans such, yeah. and yeah. There's lots of magical items. Let's move on to magical creatures. Well, let's talk about them. You gotta talk about them. All right. We talked a little bit about fairies already. We did. We Often did. located around sacred springs. Yeah, usually, usually around a sacred spring yeah. area. And there are a lot of sacred springs in the game used for purification. Yeah, they're usually purification zones or cleansing. Uh, yeah, usually for just which recharge like, yourself. Much like yeah. humans have used springs throughout history. Yeah sort of in that same way as yeah. magical areas it's yeah the fairies and springs are tied together and yeah. like a lot of the and goddess the spirits and stuff too yeah the goddess but, spirits too um yeah the those are always nice to come across in the game journey. too they're always just like very peaceful spaces they are but, and there's not bad guys in them yeah that's the best part about them i guess yeah. bad guys and don't go we should say though <laughs> that these games most of them you don't like you can usually run away from whatever Especially yeah. in Breath of the Wild, you you don't have to fight yeah. as much. It's encouraged not to fight sometimes. Yeah, you so. just run away from things. A super so duper you can run be away. Like fairly. Yeah. A lot like a pacifist or something. Yeah. You don't have to it's, fight everything. Yeah, it's like I'm just gonna go collect some flowers instead. Yeah. See you later. Like I'll defeat the core of evil, but I'm not gonna <laughs> waste my time. Yeah. Everyone else is yeah. just out there foraging for stuff too. Everyone's you know, whatever. For stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. Ooh, the crocs. Onto the crocs, who are our favorites. Yeah, the, the trees. All the tree, tree spirits the of Zelda. The nature spirits and tree spirits. They're, they're the best. They are the best. They make me the happiest. Yes. Um, we call the crocs little guys. Yeah, they're little, little tiny like stick creatures that have leaves for faces. Yeah. Uh, basically. And they're. Pretty low animation. There's not a lot of facial features on the leaves, but they're very cute. They're just the cutest. They're yeah. so cute. They're, they're just every one of them is leaf guys. adorable. And there's lots of them to find. Yeah. There's hundreds of them to find in Breath yeah. of the Wild. Nine hundred of them. Um, and they're always so fun too. To yeah. Like, and they are just yeah. little nature spirits. Or you were saying um, in Wind Waker that their purpose is really mm. to reseed the forest. Yeah. So they go around and spread the seeds of the forest, the forest. to re-tree yeah. areas. That because lost the forest all the is a very important part of the game. Also, the game right. series because it is usually a sacred space that protects the master sword yes. uh, during long periods when there's no hero to use it. The lost woods. So typically. the lost woods typically is around yeah. the sword and protects it, and the crocs are kind of the spears that protect it, along with the great. Deku tree, which is like the mother tree. The, the mother tree. Yeah. The master nature spirit. Yeah. The sp who spiritual nexus like of the great everything. Ancestor tree. Yeah. Who holds all this knowledge that's been passed down as it's grown throughout the ages. And the Lost Woods and the Deku tree area usually stays fairly out of the conflict of what else is going around. 
or it yeah. it tends to house the sword because yeah, it's the, a it's like safe it's a, like, space. neutral zone yeah. yeah it's i don't know gosh we uh, i want to talk for a long time about the little guys and <laughs> the lost woods but we are running short on time do you want to talk about yeah any little puzzles at all because they're oh, so fun the to find puzzles. them yeah let's talk a little bit about the puzzles. okay there are many different you you have to solve a puzzle to find the little cracks yeah Zelda's really known for its puzzles in the games. So some of the puzzles are there will be a stone circle. Not necessarily in a circle, but it could be in the shape of a stone pattern. A stone pattern laid out with a bunch of stones. And one of the stones in the pattern is missing. So you have to find a stone, place it into the pattern, and then the little karak will appear. Yeah. Or there's there's the ones where like there are sometimes trees in a row or the fruit on the tree oh, yeah. is grouped in a like way. So you have to find the one like, that's wrong. Yeah, there will be three apples spread out on one tree, three apples spread out exactly the same on another tree, and then there will be five apples spread out on the third tree. Yeah. And you have to figure out what apples are the right apples. And yeah, I just figured out like why, like another reason why Breath of the Wild is so great, like they train you to like pay attention to the scenery because of this. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not just trying to get to the building in the distance. You're constantly like scouting the land to see like, oh, is that tree there a for a reason? Different. It's a little weird right. than the other trees. Yeah. Yeah. And there's sometimes there will be a hole, like a little hollow in a tree and there will be an acorn yeah. in there and yeah. you have to shoot it with an arrow and they'll yeah. pop out. So. That's another thing on our walks that we like to do is point out places where we think a, a little, little guy would be. Like yeah, a, yeah. It's a fun game. It's a fun game, I and th- like that's it. only two of the puzzles. There are so, <laughs> so many, many puzzles oh. for finding them. Oh, so magical! So, so great. magical. Uh, well, do you want to move on to the moon? The moon, yes. The moon, the the ultimate symbol of. <laughs> Witchery, you yes. know, everyone loves a good, the moon, a good moon cycle. The moon heavily in some of the games. <laughs> the, so in Breath of the Wild, there is the blood moon. And if you think of the moon in tarot, which has this mysterious nature, this uh, intuitive nature, sort of a darker side of things nature, that's sort of what the moon in Zelda is giving. It's giving this uh, slightly evil or like a force to be reckoned with energy. So yeah. in Breath of the Wild, it's the blood moon and it's it, it goes in a cycle. So you have to pay attention to the lunar cycle in yeah, the game. Yeah, you do, which I guess they're training you right, again. which they're training you again mm. to pay attention to these, yeah. these, these cycles. But the lunar cycle occurs um, and all of the demons that you've gotten rid of in the game will come back. All of the monsters will yeah, come back. Whenever the blood moon rises, yeah, then everything. So it doesn't matter back how many you've defeated; yeah. they'll just return with the blood moon. So yeah, you gotta really plan all your you activities plan, around the moon cycle. Yeah, because you don't want to clear out something you want to explore, and then oh, it's right on the same day as the blood moon and now i can't explore it (laughs) yeah done that before yeah Uh, and then in majora's mask there's also the moon the most terrifying the most terrifying moon moon. image you'll ever see yes and yeah the whole premise of that game is 
that the moon's crashing down to Earth, basically. Yes. And you have to stop it. And in a three-day cycle. The moon has the yeah. space on it that's evil. It's like pure evil. <laughs> Don't Google oh. that because oh, it's very terrifying. Oh. Yeah, it would. You can't unsee it. Nightmares. Yeah. And. But it's it's always there in that game. It's, it's always, always staring at game. you up in the sky. And the clock sort of ticks down in that game too. So you, and the moon gets closer and closer to you, and so you can sort of you know what what time it is in the game or how close you are to the end by how close the moon mm, is. is getting to you. Yeah. 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 It's I don't know. It's fun to have games that are yeah. a little more moon focused. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. You have to at least pay attention to it and be aware of mm-hmm. it. As you should be, yeah. right? Yeah, where most games, it's like a background thing. Oh, yeah. It's but it's always... just another way how I think most games, it's always just so... like a full moon in the background all the time. Right, yeah. And this one, the moon changes. Like, yeah. it literally goes through a cycle. It does, yeah. And it's, it's just another way that the magic is infused into the game. It is. It is indeed. Hmm. So that's about all that we have time for. There's so much more to discuss. So much Maybe more. there'll be a part two after we after we play some binge of the, new the new game. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a good brief, brief overview summary of magic. Of there's lots more. Yeah. We encourage you to explore it on your own. If nothing else, the yeah, music on your own witchy way. On your own witchy yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. Explore the music <laughs> and legend of Zelda. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, it was fun for us. Yeah, it was fun for us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, for sharing your Zelda knowledge and perspectives with us. It was wonderful to oh, have you. Oh, you're welcome. Some housekeeping because we're going to be taking a short break, but we will be back for the summer solstice on June 21st, and we will return for season three with lots more witchy stories and tips and facts and perhaps a few guests, so I'm excited for that. Welcome to the episode draw segment. We are pulling a card from a traditional Rider Waite Smith deck, and we're going to shuffle the cards and draw. We got the three of wands. This this card is about travel and expansion. The figure in it is on a cliff, sort of overlooking this beautiful expanse of water with mountains behind it. And there it's like Link and Zelda on their adventure. You there's this adventure before you. There's this prospect of Anything that you can do, anything that you can achieve, there's no limits to where you can go or what you can do. It's time to focus on what's out there in front of you. What goals do you want to accomplish? Make a plan and go out there and accomplish what you want to do. Go on your adventure. In the next few weeks, I encourage you to look out in front of you at the vastness of the world and find your adventure. 
I hope you have a wonderful summer and I cannot wait to see you next time on the Becoming Witchy podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Do you have questions on your Becoming Witchy journey or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast? Send us an email at podcast at bramblebrimstone.com. If you're interested in our newsletter, head over to our show notes where you can find the Bramble and Brimstone Instagram where you can sign up. We would love for you to join our coven community. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, please rate and review us. It helps others find the podcast and we so appreciate your support.